We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily we forgot to grow up Hey everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 90 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. I can't believe I just said that number. That is a very large number. Catravaintis, if you're French and you prefer. Oh, there's definitely no French people listening to this. Just, hey, <laughs> we never know when our listenership is going to spike, so I, I like to say we just keep ourselves well, on our toes. They're welcome, but I don't think they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> On this week's episode, we're going to talk about arguably everyone's favorite Disney-affiliated studio, Pixar. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to talk about what we watched this week, and it might include some Pixar films, and then we're all going to go home. Wait, we're already home. At At your house? Why do you... Yes, Josephine. (laughs) Ruin the (laughs) ambiance. Why you got to ruin the the mystery of radio? Because it's a podcast. Maybe yeah. we're not all at home. <laughs> this Maybe is the we... internet. We have to tell the truth. Nowhere else does. Maybe we're all... Home is where the heart is. Maybe we all meet every week at a undisclosed location somewhere in eastern Ontario, because that seems central, and uh, <laughs> record all these episodes in bulk. You mean the Starbucks in Peterborough? Yeah, nobody would know, right? Except for the people at the Starbucks in Peterborough. And they're all, uh, they're all on something, so... <laughs> Like they're getting paid hush money. Exactly. Not by us, but how by somebody. They, how else are they gonna buy their drugs? <laughs> they're actually very nice people. I met that's, them one time. I was gonna say that's a that's an interesting thing for myself to say since I've never been to the Starbucks in Peterborough. Or done drugs. Or done drugs. So I can't really <laughs> uh, comment on either. <laughs> I'm I'm not really qualified to to uh, to pass social commentary towards the Starbucks in Peterborough. Uh, or drugs. Although I did read an article in the Beaverton one time about how people continue <laughs> to wake up in Peterborough after a night of blackout drinking, and that pretty much and they sums made up, money. That pretty much sums up my experience in Peterborough, <laughs> minus the blackout drinking. That's fair. Anyway, have you tried mixing daiquiris with Ambien? It doesn't doesn't not, not work. work. And now we've officially digressed all the way to a John Mulaney joke, which happens. Always. So. Good way to start it. What is your guy's number one Pixar movie? Um, Pixar in. Hit me with it. Um, I'm going to go with a movie I haven't seen in a really long time. I'm going to go with Monsters, Inc. Monsters Inc. Wow, sneaking in point. under the radar. I didn't see that coming. That'd be no? my top. That'd probably be th- number three on my list. Monsters Inc. is a pretty sweet movie. It was I had a like. It was weirdly groundbreaking and being like the hey, don't listen to all stereotypes. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think of it that way, but I just enjoyed it because I thought it was. Funny. Look me in my radio eyes and tell me that it doesn't kind of have that. Well, I haven't and seen this since I was a kid, to be honest. It's, like, it's, like I said, I really can't speak to like. I, I'll agree. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just. I don't. I don't know what. 
I don't know the examples you're speaking of, to be honest. <laughs> I would say it's the first one in this list that I remember it coming out. So that's probably part of the uh, allure. That helps, it. yeah. That's fair, yeah. And since it came out in 2001, and I wouldn't have seen it until it came out to VHS in uh, probably... For those early, of you who don't know what those are, how are you listening to this podcast right now? Who's allowing you? Don't we have, like... A mature rating? We do. We have a, a, an explicit E on most. Yeah. Most so why are, why are you listening to this if you don't know what a VHS is? So early two th- early to mid-2002 would probably be the first time I saw that. So almost 10 years old at that point. Like nine. Technically eight, I guess. Math. Yep. <laughs> watching that movie so that's that'd be the first i remember that's definitely the first movie i memorized whole scenes of which scenes craig tell um, us the scenes the the scene with the um the abominable snowman in the hey! uh, in the in <laughs> the guy the who's cave. voiced by ham exactly and he's talking about who wants snow cones <laughs> that is the scene i i memorized from top to bottom i can't do it anymore Oh, I want to hear you do the voices, though. I, the I can't. I couldn't do the voices, but I knew word for word and the pacing the entire way through. <laughs> Back when, when I was a young lad. But, all right, so we've talked about my favorite movie. Did we talk about other people's favorite movie? No, no. We did not. So Scott, what's yours? Mine would be uh, Toy Story. It's kind of a okay. little bit cliche, but it's definitely the one that I was most attached to my childhood. I dressed up as Buzz... At least four years of, you know, between, like, four to eight, definitely, probably somewhere in there. I don't know, that math does probably add up correctly, but anyways. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that when I was younger. I just loved the, like, dynamic between the two main characters, you know, Woody, who's kind of, like, stuck up, and then, you know, delusional Buzz coming in, thinking he's an actual, you know, space, so, what is it, like, space ranger ranger that's the word i was looking for i didn't want to say yeah Yeah. i I didn't want to say like police officer but yeah ranger no he is he is a space ranger yeah obviously i haven't seen these in a while because they make me slightly emotional they bring me back to my childhood in a weird way yeah but you've got a friend of me childhood movies that make you cry are the best this that's that's definitely why toy story is up there makes me tear up a little bit the you got a friend of me song always gets to me anytime i hear it it takes me back to those two freaking andy flying them around the freaking bedroom just it's ridiculous but you know that's how nostalgia works so that's not Wall- wally toys. makes me feel the same way like anytime wally you? gets like big eyes i'm like <laughs> fuck you wally man <laughs> why you gotta have emotions as a robot Eva. god damn it so is wally your number one then oh fuck no see i'm <laughs> torn i'm between a bug's life because that was kind of like Craig. That was like the first movie that I like distinctly remember. That's like, the first one I remember seeing scenes in from. But also that's because that's the first Pixar movie that came out in our in our lives where we could function and understand things. Yeah. Toy Story doesn't really count because it, it was '95. Yeah, we wouldn't have seen that in theaters. We're, Scott, we were two and a half. Yeah. Craig, you're like two and a quarter. It's not, just... I definitely grew up with Toy Story, not saw it in yeah. theaters. But I do remember, I'm pretty sure I saw A Bug's Life, either that or Ants in theaters. Those are two the very different movies. 
They are and aren't. They're both insect movies. <laughs> okay, they're about insects. Their stories are extremely different, though. Yeah, well, Outside of the, I just the worker guy falling in love with royalty. I just remember the like the one of the first movies I saw with my aunt and uncle in the theaters was one of those two. I just remember it being some one of the bug movies. I just don't remember. Were the which bugs creepy movie. looking or were they adorable? I, because the, those <laughs> of Bugs Life characters are the cutest. Yes, the Bugs Life characters are definitely cuter, and I think it was a Bugs Life because I think I had probably the Happy Meal toys as well. Uh, but I just I don't remember '98 that well, so I can't tell. Was it Sylvester sure. Stallone who was in Ants? I believe as the, so. Yeah. As the big, it's great. Just yeah. The big, like jacked one. I believe so. Yeah, we're just gonna keep on digging. It's great. Yes. It yeah, but it's it's, it's either a Bug's Life or The Incredibles, because The Incredibles. Yeah, that's a, that's number two on my holds list. Holds it near and yeah. dear in my heart forever. That would be oh, number yeah. two on my list as well. So I think but we're that, all like, on that one being the, probably one of the best. Consensus number two. Yeah. Across the board. Did not see that coming. No, like, come on, it's the superhero one. That's why it got my vote right away. Like, one of the, yeah, it was like, one of the first not, like, DC superhero things I ever experienced, actually. Like, not DC or Marvel ones that I ever, like, experienced that I can think of off the top of my head. Like, it was cool because it was Disney doing some superheroes, so. Yeah. They were kind of a ripoff of the Fantastic Four, but that's fine by me. I'm cool with ripoffs. Yeah, but they were way cooler. I grew up poor. We had so much ripoff shit. <laughs> That's how you do it. I don't have no, no starter the, jacket. <laughs> I had the Incredibles jacket. That's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Ooh. I see what you did there. <laughs> I thought you would go there. <laughs> no. I didn't think of it. <laughs> Not this time. No. <laughs> Anyways, I saw that you watched the Incredibles 2, though. Where does that rank for you? Uh, on my list yeah okay i gotta be honest it's it's gonna be near like the middle to the bottom yeah but that's just because so many of the other pixar movies are nostalgia picks oh that's fair that's that's true like it's not that it's a bad movie it's just the other ones are just so that's interesting so like the there's no recency like the recency bias is like outweighed by the nostalgia of it well see do are any of us on this podcast actually affected by the recency bias though i I don't think i am in in a lot of cases i would be but in in franchises i can be (laughs) in the case of incredibles 2 the reason the recency bias gets thrown entirely out the window by the fact that i've seen it 400 billion times since it got released to netflix sounds like you're calling so a certain uh certain little child out he's an adorable seven-year-old but he really liked incredibles too and it's on and netflix so, so. it's on netflix so it got played a lot hasn't in a while so i like the on, first time through, knock on wood and the second time through and the third time through but the fourth time through that day was when i kind of it, lo- it lost its shine shall we say that's understandable yep definitely had those types of movies happen okay well while we're talking about things getting negative like hitting that negative review what are our least favorites because let's be real toys like everything up until probably like 2010 outside of maybe two of them i'm sure we all appreciate that's being toy story a Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars is a question mark, Ratatouille is a question mark, Wally's fantastic, Up, depending on your emotional state, <laughs> Toy Story 3, like, 
two or three out of those are question marks. The rest are all stellar. Yeah, I can't argue with most of those. The ones that I, like I can, like I haven't seen a couple of these. That's all it comes down to. It's like Up, I've never seen. Wally, I haven't seen. Up never did it for me. I, I never like, fully understood why people were like that doesn't cream in their pants for it. It doesn't sound like an appealing story to me. Like it's about this old guy who's like in mourning the whole time and about like how yeah I get how it's about to maybe like rediscovering joy in life, but. It's still a dude in mourning, so that part, yeah. like, that's the part that like gets me. I'm like, like I get it. Like, why did you turn it into a kids movie? That's yeah, my thing. Exactly, <laughs> but I also kind of get it. Those those types of things do help kids learn about death and you know acceptance and stuff like that. So I I, I just haven't I, seen it though. So <laughs> I like up. I also like Cars. More cars did it for me when I was younger, but in retrospect now. Outside of Owen Wilson, I just, I can't sign off on it. Like, Larry the fucking cable guy, excuse me, don't associate him with my shit. See, I think he fits that role, though. Which, I can't believe we're discussing the intricacies of casting in a Pixar film. Get rid of. <laughs> but well, this is how far the movie, has, or the podcast has come. Yes. We're yes. now... Nitpicking over voice we are casting? art critics. <laughs> trying to be, at least. Yeah. Um, no, uh, other ones that I put on my list of movies that I like, uh, I try to avoid talking about sequels because I don't necessarily agree with them, but can't disagree with them at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, I kind of get what you mean. <laughs> so the only one, the only other one that's on my list of movies by Pixar that I enjoyed, um, that isn't a sequel and we haven't talked about would be Inside Out. I've yet to watch that, but I've only heard like great things about it. I, I like that movie. I thought it was an interesting thing that they did. An interesting I like pre- the, the idea of like good, conflicting, yeah. of literally being a movie about conflicting emotions. Yeah, and about how people kind of but, uh, hope somebody would deal with that. Yeah. And I like the way they characterized it. Yeah, there's bits and pieces I liked, and there's also a lot where I'm kind of like regret seeing that at the drive-in but i also regret watching the good dinosaur because that movie just is straight up sad i never saw it i think that's actually the worst rated uh do you want me to want me to ruin this for you craig yes please okay so there's a family of dinosaurs big old brontosauruses or brachiosauruses or some form of little foot long neck right i'm on board okay the uh little kid dinosaur is like the main character of this Pops dies. Surprise! Yeah, Pops dies like five fucking minutes into the thing. And you're like, what? Like, they didn't even do this in, like, this fast in The Land Before Time. Like, they waited half a movie before they killed his mom. Like, they took their sweet-ass time. This one, they're like, no, let's murder this guy. So they do. And then he's kind of bummed out. And then he ends up, if I remember correctly, that's when he meets his pet human. Which is a, like this thing is like a dog. It's a it's a Neanderthal like a dog. Which right off the hop, they weren't around at the same time. So what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Come on, Pixar. Don't don't lie to kids, okay? Just don't be like, oh yeah, dinosaurs and humans were together. Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> so moving on from this evolutionary issue, you go through the story of like how he's trying to get home because he's lost. Like him and his his pet human are lost. And then there's a scene in it where, like, he meets his dad again. Like, dad's alive, life is good, because he's stuck in, like, these weird spider webs. And Pop saves him. 
And then he's like, come on, come on, son, we're going home. So he's walking home, and then he looks down and sees Pop's not leaving any footprints. This is like a fever dream, because yeah. Dad's still dead. Yeah. Just in case that, that wound had started to scab up, they're like, nope, fucking ripped it off again. Didn't that I mean, I was the Lion King, though, as well? <laughs> Doesn't... And Lion King didn't fuck me up as much. I was in a dark place when I watched this movie, though. That's fair. So... <laughs> That might have been why I was super emotional and angry at the television. But also at the same time, maybe let's stop killing people's parents in movies. Like, It's reality. Just... We're talking about representation. Um, yeah, Craig, but you're also saying that to the only one who represents that group of people. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> know your audience, Craig. I'm just saying the movie was made Thanks, for God, you, Thanks, Scott. I man. appreciate you. I appreciate you having my back on that. <laughs> the movie was made for you. And I didn't like it. I love dinosaurs. Not See? a huge fan of parents dying, but also whatever. Who is a fan of parents dying, though? I could see being a fan of the whole brother dying D thing. I guess I... <laughs> <laughs> Reverse Ray joke. I like it. <laughs> I guess you didn't see Brightburn, then, eh? No. Ah. Uh, well, then. <laughs> Lots of murder in that one. But no, like, it's, it's just such a depressing movie. And I don't know when it became, like, the norm to be like, let's just make shit kind of sad. Well, Pixar like, has a little bit of a... Cause that's what people want. That is a little bit of... Wants that. Okay, don't put out sad movies when I'm going through sad times. They don't know. <laughs> they should call me. I own most of these movies. They don't care. <laughs> well, that's not true. Disney Did you get cares. their money? Did they get your money? I don't want to. I don't want to say yes. <laughs> I just want to do money. He did just say he owns them all on TVT, though. See, they already got your money. <laughs> yeah, so they should be like, you know what? This guy owns most of our stuff. He's been a lifelong fan. Let's just send him a tweet. Let's uh, let's DM him on Instagram. And be like, hey, you feeling okay this month? Because we're gonna release this. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, okay, well, we're gonna give you uh, Cars Three, and I'll be like, no. Don't ever do that. Well, that happened in 2017. That already happened. So you're safe. Fucking. I didn't Cars care 3. for the sequels, if that makes you feel any better about my. Uh, like for all of them, or you mean just like Cars? Cars. I didn't see Cars 2 or 3. I'm Why? Any of the cars. Here, here's my question. Okay, The Incredibles came out in 2004, Cars came out in 2006. Yeah. The Incredibles got their sequel in 2018. Yep. Cars got. Two fucking sequels? Yeah, I can tell you why that happened. Because they made a ton of money on toys. Yes, they did. It's uh, like the best. Why weren't thing people in buying? In, yeah, why because weren't people buying people Incredible buy stuff? Cars anyway. So now all they could, all they had to do was this, buy. This is the patriarchy. This is the, the evil. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. I'm not supporting say, it's, my. It's kind no, of the opposite of that. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on my thing. I think Cars but, a little more gender neutral. That's yeah. probably why they're a little bit more like, oh, you can buy this for your son or daughter or gender fluid child. People, <laughs> like, look at, so Cars turned into planes, indirectly. Yeah, indirectly. And then you Fucking had, stupid. so then you had the planes movies, and then you had multiple Cars movies, and multiple kids series based on Cars, yeah. and multiple kids series based on planes. Like they made I don't remember being that into Cars. Like, I don't remember it doing anything for me. 
outside of like laughing. is too late for you, though. Yeah, no, it's... You're 13. Um, I don't think it's too late for me because I You're still not... watch... I just watched Beast Wars this weekend, yeah, dude. at 13, you weren't their target at all. Yeah, that's we, why Cars didn't We weren't didn't really their target. You, you'd watch the movie and be like, eh, this is, this is all right, but all the kids are like... I'm not, I'm not sure I'm the target market for anything, though. That's the... You were the target. Like, I sure shit ain't the dinosaur. target market for DC movies now. That's for sure. You don't <laughs> like artistic integrity and dark shots. I exclusively like that, <laughs> but they've changed what they're doing. Are they adding color now? Too I would much like, color. Okay, so let's just go sideways off of Pixar for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be super cool if DC did a movie in black and white. Like Logan's re, like re-release in black and white. Kind of, except like a like that's how the that's how the movie was intended. It was. I would be super on board for like Batman Year One in black and white. Entirely filmed in black and white, never released in color, no colorization, even like available. This is how we do the film. I would be super on board for that, or like a or like a Jonah Hex Western movie in black and white that kind of fits into it. Gotta lean into the art house garbage. Yeah. I'd be on board for a handful of those. Yeah, I'd watch. Not I'd, not a handful, just like one or two. I I'd say one. I don't have big otherwise, hands, dude. Otherwise, it makes it makes it a gimmick. That's true. Otherwise, it becomes the post-credit scenes. But you do it once, and everybody else will be like, "Holy shit!" Black and then back. They'll do it. And then you'll be the ones that started the gimmick, and everybody else will be tired of it, and they'll be like, nobody did it as good as DC did it, and it'll be amazing. You fucking so. listening, Warner Brothers? <laughs> you got your ears to the pod right now? I've... There you go. I've just rescued Craig just DC solved Universe. Warner Brothers. You have to pick the right movie, though. Batman Year One, I'm telling there's you. There's no doing... There's no doing Aquaman 2 in black and white. <laughs> no, it's got to be right? like an it's got to be an uh, That'd be the worst of story all choices but it's, <laughs> That's why I said it. No, it's it's Gray definitely got to be the beginning of like a solo flick. Kind of probably a standalone movie. I don't think it could be part of the franchise. Don't even oh, no, bother. Definitely. Just make yeah. one. That's all you need. Just the one. Here we go. You ready? The Spectre cuz that would be fucking tight in black and white. Is that DC? That's the Spectre. Yeah, I just wasn't yeah. sure. I get them, him, and uh, yeah, he's the he's the green flying dude who like destroys evil. Gotcha. He's like yeah. a, kind of like a phantasm type thing. Yeah, no, I just get him in like a couple of the other ones that are like that generation, like that Dark Man and what's the other one? The Shadow mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Could you do that in black and white? That seems really detailed to do in black and white. Spectre. I'm just looking at pictures. Spectre? Outside of the fact that he's green, but you could always just, like, add, like, one little pop of green element to it. Like, make, like, his cloak green and everything else black and white. Or have, like, a streak of green on him. Kind of like Sin City had black, white, and then red. Yeah. Yellow, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but then you're And they had yellow, too. I forgot about that. You're doing it like somebody else did, though. I'm saying just go straight black and white. Okay, so we can't do the Spectre then. I, I think Batman I would be the best I choice. Think Batman would. Batman be, Year One. That's what I said. Batman would be your best choice. And since well, he's got, like, people are gonna be like, they've done so many freaking Batman movies. You're making another one. But and then I'd be you like, can make the same uh, argument yeah. for Spider-Man because they've made a billion and a half Spider-Man movies, yeah. and they finally did one worth watching. Spider-Man Two. No, he liked uh, the Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Spider-verse I think. Yeah. Obviously. 
<laughs> that was the one they did differently. Everything else is pretty much yeah. the same. <laughs> Everything else is the same. But yeah, we Star. got we got super sidetracked. That off this. was uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see a Pixar version of the Brave Little Toaster. Because I'm looking at this, I'm thinking Wally was kind of close. He was a little robot. Yeah, so I was just thinking, I'm like, don't they? I'm sure they're not close yet. I've never seen Wally, yeah. so I don't know how close it fits story wise, but look wise. Story wise, not at all. Merch wise, <laughs> merch wise, it's a close fit. <laughs> um, if I had a child under the age of four, you bet your ass he would have a blanket, he would have a toaster, and he would definitely have a radio, okay? <laughs> The vacuum's questionable. He's kind of an aggressive character. Not sure yeah. I want that negativity around my child. But, uh... Understandable. Who else was there? The Oh, the lamp. The lamp was kind of snarky. I would probably buy that as, like, a prop and just leave it on, like, the night, the nightstand. Yeah. As, a, as, a, as a lamp. Yeah, because little, little Newman does not need to be, like, little. put around more jokes than he's going to be around with me. Oh my gosh. Wait, Newton X-Men? Uh, Exton? <laughs> you say Newton? Newman. 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 Newman Exton? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Just check him. Yeah. I mean, sure I just yanked I... that off this page because we got Randy Newman. We got Thomas Newman. We got <laughs> Newman from last, last week. Yeah. You want to so? To... Robert Downey Jr. named his kid Exton. I will Sometimes last aware. names are first names. So then maybe you need to make your kid's first name Robert Downey Jr. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, see, I like that. Or just RDJ. <laughs> RDJ-E. <laughs> no, RDJ-Exton. <laughs> you know what? Like, it's I'm not, not even sure. Out. I'm not even sure I could put Exton attached to it, though. Like, I'm not even sure I'd, I'd, I'd be able to give it my name. I think you'd have to. You don't know me. Well, that's a discussion kid. you have with the, the person you're having the child Newman Day sounds a little bit better than Newman-Exton. Newman X just sounds like a law firm. Newman Days just sounds like a real happy child. Well, that's another tangent. Um, dude, I feel like we're done with Pixar then. It's Finding certain... Dory was a pretty sweet It was not repeat. I'm just going to say that. No, fi well, I can never watch Finding Nemo again. Emotions. But actually, no, I don't even think I can watch Finding Dory again because of emotions. Fucking cats, dude. <laughs> <sighs> I have a... Uh... I have a Finding Nemo story for being told after the pod. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've like got a sad that one down. that I'm not going to tell. <laughs> I'm just going to tease that one. I can't remember if I've told it. Did you guys ever watch Coco? No. no I I, I've, heard, it I've heard Zach mixed reviews. absolutely loves Coco. I've heard great things about it. I just haven't gotten... Like, I know it's on Netflix, but I don't watch many animateds anymore. Like, just... Mm. Yeah, yeah, see, it doesn't look like something I want to watch. Place to watch the animated children's film because you won't get judged for being there. Well, no, I just don't want to. I'm just have no interest in a lot of them because like a, a lot of kids' movies. One thing is like they have these you know lessons that they're you know trying to impart on children, and for me sometimes it feels slightly heavy-handed because it is a kids' movie. It's for kids to understand, so it's just hard for me to. And Pixar does do a great job of balancing that for the adults watching. It's just I, Coco I just, is further about death than yeah that's another dinosaur. reason uh, <laughs> yeah it's straight up just like it's very it's again it came out oh at a 
not great time for me. <laughs> so I'll take Exton's thing on that. So that's where I haven't gotten to it yet either. Damn but I right, man. Because I heard it great things. Sad about things it. coming out. It's sad time. Sucks. Yes. It has a ninety-seven percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a ninety-four percent audience score. Yeah, no, like I said, it it like I've heard only good things about it, and I've been meaning to watch it. The only like negative thing that came out during its like run in theaters was that people didn't like that they put such a long um, Pixar short in front of it because it was like a fifteen-minute uh, Frozen one that was in front of uh, Coco, and that's what all the upgrades. Oh, was just them trying like, to capitalize off people like loving Frozen, eh? Well, it was all, it was just too long. Like you got a bunch of kids in there ready to watch a Coco movie. And you're, you know, giving them 15 minutes of Frozen before it. They don't have attention spans for that kind of thing. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's why you got to give them Finding Dory and then just front load that with the cutest little fucking swimming bird thing that's out there trying to get stuff. Oh, that was so cute. Or you front load The Incredibles 2 with a super adorable little dumpling baby in Toronto. Yeah, I still haven't seen either of those either. Shoutouts to Canada. <laughs> I pretty much haven't watched a, a Pixar movie uh, since, um, let's see, I gotta do a quick check. Um, ooh, wow, this is further back than I thought. Toy Don't Story 3. It. Toy Story 3. Uh, so damn. 2010. 2010. And then bef- before oh, that, it would have been Ratatouille. And then it Ratatouille was like, sucked. I didn't mind was, Ratatouille. Ugh, I didn't that mind was Ratatouille terrible. Either. I thought it was Movie okay. Was terrible. I've rewatched it, so that says what it says about that. Uh, haven't seen Cars. <laughs> Incredibles, I've definitely rewatched since seeing it when I was younger. So that's probably, yeah. And then just Toy Stories, yeah. So yeah, Toy Story is the only thing that keeps me around for Pixar anymore, it seems. <laughs> I do want to watch The Incredibles too, though. And I'll get to Coco eventually as well. So just before we move on, uh, any guess at the top rated on Rotten Tomatoes for Pixar movies? I think it might be Coco now that you said it. I would have guessed, uh, guessed Toy Story originally. Okay, so two movies have a hundred percent rating. Hold up, isn't it? Isn't it Toy Story and like Toy Story Two? That's and then Toy Story Three came in like one percent under or something like that. So Toy Story and Toy Story Two have a hundred percent. Finding Nemo is ninety nine. Toy Story Four has ninety eight. Inside Out is ninety eight. Toy Story Three is ninety eight. Up is ninety eight. Coco is ninety seven, The Incredibles is ninety seven, Ratatouille ninety six, Monsters Inc ninety six, Wally ninety five, Incredibles two ninety four, Finding Dory ninety four, A Bug's Life ninety two, Monsters University eighty, Brave seventy nine. <laughs> wow, that is that's a, a huge jump. drop. <laughs> yeah, there's a Jesus. big jump, eh? Uh, Brave is seventy nine percent, which is a movie we didn't even talk about. I've never I saw Brave it. for the first time I on Thanksgiving last the entire week, thing, last year. And the hair is overly animated for me. See, I think for me, it's I saw it, but I didn't understand a goddamn thing. Because <laughs> isn't it like taking place in Scotland or Ireland? Oh, it's a heavy Scottish accent. Yeah, okay, I thought yeah. so. Well, That's what I've heard about. It, it. has uh, Billy Connolly in it, who is a uh, who's a Scottish comedian as well. Um, the story was fantastic i just couldn't understand things yeah mom turns into a bear go bears i i don't remember any of the plot line i just remember that the hair was really animated all i know about it is that her character was uh added into once upon a time and her father turned into a bear in that one interesting interesting so yeah. <laughs> good dinosaur 76 percent 
Cars, oh. 75%. Hold up. The original Cars is that low? 75. Cars 3, 69. You want to guess yep. what? Well, I guess we're, we've kind of hit the, uh, cars the bottom two. of the list. So there's one left. Cars 2. Cars 2. Do you want to guess what their uh, what the tomato rating is on that one? Guess okay, so 69 was the last one? 69% I'm thinking, was Cars 3. I'm thinking low 50s. It's either low 50s or high 40s. Like, it's going to be a steep drop-off. Scott, do you have a vote? 55, just to break the... 38. Oh, what? That's that's yeah. rough. <sighs> Jesus. Cars 2 got crushed. The critics... And yet it still, and yet it still got a third one. Is this... Oh, this is the one where they go, like, undercover or something. Isn't it like the secret no, agency? I don't think so. Uh, no, that's the third one. Two yeah. is as visual oh, it's the European one. ...as any other Pixar production, but all that dazzle can't disguise the rusty storytelling under the hood. Oh. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, here we go. Um, oh, I, fuck, I forgot that Eddie Izzard was in this. Uh, in the film, race car Lightning McQueen and tow truck Mater head to Japan and Europe to compete in the World Grand Prix. Right. But Mater becomes sidetracked with international espionage. That's why that movie sucked, because it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking on uh, IMDb. It's also the lowest rated on IMDb and Metacritic. <laughs> So it's, yeah, it's definitely just all around considered the worst Pixar movie. And I haven't seen it, so I'll just agree with that, to be honest. I definitely have seen it. I did not remember any of the fine plot points, obviously. (laughs) But on a side note, I'm reading a College Humor article about uh, how the Brave Little Toaster is actually a uh, kitted up version of a really bad horror movie. Really? Which one's a kid up for? Which one? The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, I fucking love that. It's movie. just it's it's satire, I believe. Uh, they're they're taking everything and blowing it out of proportion. It's like of, every it's, children's show that ever came out ever is actually like the animators or the story writers actually telling like a really dark story. Like the Rugrats, they're all actually dead, and Angelica's like doesn't yeah. know who's who because like like get the fuck out of here. Do you really think that people are that fucked up? That's so fucking dark. If they were, all those kids were dead for those all those. Yeah, seasons. or like, or like the SpongeBob being like they got sequels at, at for God's sake. Being at the bottom of the ocean for like nuke stuff. Yeah, like the Rugrats got grown up. Yeah, like they actually got like the teenager versions. Yeah, like, I saw that. I, I that was definitely one of the last animated series I ever watched as a kid. <laughs> like growing up, I remember that was one of the last ones. Like I committed to watching on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Like what's next? The weekenders? Like you never actually see most of the parents because they're not there. Get the fuck out of here. And I've got to Google it. We should we should do an episode about that though. Like TV conspiracy theory. Oh, I would love to go through a bunch of cons- like movie and TV conspiracy theories and just shit on them all. <laughs> I love shitting. I'm down. Conspiracy I think theories. we just found next week, guys. Oh, cool. That saves me having a task after. <laughs> Problem solved. So, anything else to add about the uh, Pixar films? I don't have anything Not else to say. Like I said, no. I haven't watched half of them, so... That's fair <laughs> enough. It's funny that I'm the one who's seen... Not that funny, I guess, but I have seen the least, I guess, out of all of us and all the Pixars. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I guess it does. That's That's the kind of thing that would be... In Scott's wheelhouse. So, Scott, then, what did you watch this week? Obviously, it wasn't Pixar films. No, no. 
definitely not. None, none whatsoever. What I did watch this week was I wrote down, uh, I wrote, I watched the Triple Plaza, which isn't actually a movie. It's the name of three things I watched. Can you guys guess oh, shit. what I'm referring to when I say Triple Plaza? Is that Die Hard? No. It's an actress's name. Oh, oh is it Aubrey Plaza? Yes. Yeah, so I watched three things with Aubrey Plaza. Do you guys want okay. to guess what the three things... Any of the three things did, are not Parks and Rec, just to throw it out Did there. you go see Chucky? I saw the new Chucky, yes. Child's okay. Play. Did you watch, was it Bad Grandpa? No. Or Dirty Grandpa? No. Well, now I've got to pull up her IMDb page. Well, right. she was on um, She was on Hot Ones. There you go. You got it. number two. <laughs> okay. So we got two of the things down for my list. We yeah. just got to put on record that she's a smoke show. Okay? Oh, I love her. I. And she just seems like the nicest person in real life. Yes. She does, even though she's super weird. Super weird, but I'm okay with that. She seems so nice. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, think it was going to be Criminal Minds. No. It's going to be something more recent. Yep, I did talk about this show as well last week. Oh, Legion. There you go. Yes. I don't know how the fuck I didn't think about that. I don't know either. Which one was it? <laughs> I didn't hear Andrew. Legion. Cut out. Okay. Mm. Yes, Legion. So I've So yeah, those are the three things I watched. The Triple Plaza. So I checked out the new Child's Play, the Chucky movie. It was meh. It was a horror film. Like, <laughs> I felt like it, this was uh, written by somebody who had this as an assignment in high school. Like, hey, write a 2020 Chucky movie. And somebody did. And then they handed that to a movie studio. And they made it. Um, <laughs> so if you guys can imagine that plot, you saw the movie. So uh, these kinds of things get greenlit in Hollywood. But no one's making my black and white DC film. Exactly. Yes. The, yet, the commish, the com- yet the commish just sits there on the fucking top shelf yeah so it wasn't like it wasn't bad but it just was like i said it's just another horror film like i didn't feel like they did anything special like it doesn't feel like they like had a great idea to come back to do this they just were given the idea bring chucky back and this is what they came up with is that's how it felt to me at least like it felt like oh yeah we were given the work to do and we did it but didn't feel like a passion or like but i also have never seen a chucky movie before so i don't know if that's just part of what i was missing in this reboot but yeah it didn't catch me so yeah i watched that and then yes i also saw the hot ones with audrey plaza that was good she was promoting child's play and legion which the third season just came out yesterday well as of our recording so last week as of this episode coming out um uh yeah so she was pretty funny on hot ones because she was handling it pretty well up to a point and then you could see it just melt right through her defenses, but she still was, you know, I just really enjoyed it, uh, but I thought she I was feel like good. she would slap you across the face if she wasn't, like, winning something. She would literally just clock you and be like, I'm winning now, and you'd be like, okay. Yeah. No, Sorry. I agree, definitely. I think she could she definitely might do that. Uh, which and don't get me wrong, I'm actually very okay with that. Yeah, I have no problem with that whatsoever, but only if it's her. That's, I just want to make that clear, just in case. Only she's allowed to smack me in the face. <laughs> I'll need random people listening to this being like, oh, Scott said I can smack him in the face. No, no. No, just the one person. Anyways, and then the last thing I watched, yes, was Legion. I finished rewatching the first and second season, and I watched the first episode of the third season, which came out last night as of us recording this. Uh, and I really liked the third season. This, sh- um, It's just still being crazy and just like building this mystery up around these characters that like you know somewhat about that from the comics so i just really enjoy it 
decided to like see this season which is a planned last season like i was actually one of the things i learned from Abby plaza actually i actually it was a quadruple Abby plaza week actually because i also listened to a podcast with her on it and during that podcast she mentioned that legion was always supposed to be three seasons so i really it's I'm really intrigued to watch this third season knowing that they would always plan to do three seasons and not that it got canceled because Disney bought them, uh, or bought Fox. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to check out the rest of this season. And then the last thing I watched this week was some more Stargate. Because, you know, I gotta watch something while I'm cooking. Because why the fuck not? That's why. Because I still got five more seasons to, <laughs> to watch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I watched this week that I can remember at least. Uh, what did one of you guys watch? Well, Craig, you said you had quite a bit. Do you want to save the most for last? I, I have five things on my list. Okay, I have more than that. So. Okay, so I guess I'm going first. Sounds like it. All right. I watched some movies this weekend. Oh, shit. Sorry, two movies, three television shows. Uh, I guess the first thing we'll do is we always go with the one that I watched before the podcast. This week, it Brooklyn was... Nine-Nine? Nope. CBC original, Baroness Von Sketch Show. I figured I would give it another shot because I was feeling sketch showish. I was listening to a podcast with Scott Thompson on it earlier. And since Kids in the Hall isn't on Netflix, I had to find something else that wasn't called Monty Python. When in doubt, love Canada. Exactly. So why why not go with a uh, Canadian sketch show? Funnier than I remember it being. I don't know how that happened because I just picked up where I had left off. So it's not like I skipped forward a couple seasons or anything like that. It was the same, you know, general attitude. Whatever. Um, I watched a couple episodes of The IT Crowd. Um, Accidentally stumbled onto one of my favorites. I don't know if either of you have seen much of the show. I've never checked it out. Okay. Well, there are a couple IT guys in a company in, in England. And... So obviously the the dominant sport there is soccer, and the, or football as they call it. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> so the the premise of the of the one episode is that Moss, one of the IT guys, finds an app that will send you relevant phrases about the about the football matches from the night before, <laughs> so you can sound like you know what you're talking about, and it even includes a pronunciation guide. Okay. And so then they get like really deep in with this group of guys because they were talking at the bar one time and used the football lines <laughs> and like they go to a soccer game and then eventually they get so deep in that they end up helping um Roy ends up helping those those guys rob a bank <laughs> it's it, it's the show has a ridiculous premise all around yeah. And part of what I like about the show is that it's got, well, it's got Chris O'Dowd in it, and I really like him. Gotta love those Irishmen. And it has, um, is it Matt Berry? Toast. The guy from, uh, Toast? Yeah, it has Toast. Yes. He plays the, uh, he plays the president of the company they work for. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So Does, like, it, does he do the weird voice? Oh, yes. Oh, that good. Is, that's just Matt Berry. Just oh, in good. general. Because I... He does it in, he's in one episode of Community, where he plays a teacher who's trying to uh, teach a class on grifting. Yeah. And, like, he's grifting the students, and then, like, Jeff is the only one who realizes it's a grift. He's like, it's a grift. They're like, no, no. If we do this, we have to buy this other briefcase, and then the fake money to put in the briefcase, and we just pass it back, and, oh, it's a grift. (laughs) 
But he does the voice. He does oh my, it in Disenchantment, yes. too. The, that he does, yes. That, uh, he was in for a little bit before he got stabbed in the head. Stabbed in the head. Stabbed in the head. So, watched a couple episodes of the IT crowd. Always entertaining. My second favorite episode is the episode where they convinced Jen, their relationship manager, that um, the internet... Time out. Relationship manager? So the relationship manager is like the IT manager. They're supposed to be uh, like okay. the go-between from the rest of the company and the weirdos in the basement. Uh, okay. <laughs> so like they're a weird version of like HR type thing? Well, kind kind of. It's just like their their manager their that, least, like their liaison. manager it's, it's okay. the it's the go between it's their communication okay liaison officer. good yeah. good call scott yeah yeah it's it's the the normal ish person in the IT office so that they have a buffer basically from the outside world um, but they she has to give a presentation and they convince her that she's been given the internet and it's a, a box with a blinking light on it <laughs> <laughs> and no one else knows any different it's, well, I'm on board. Her, great, her last yeah. name even is Barbara, that, so I'm on even board. That bit is worth looking up on just on YouTube. Oh, I've definitely that. seen some clips from it before. Like, it definitely looks like something worth checking out. That bit's good. Um, the internet box, and then in one of the episodes I watched this uh, weekend, there's one where she's interviewing for another job because she doesn't like working there anymore, and she goes to another company to be a to work to work as the IT relationship manager. And uh, oh, she's she's leaving because it's a hostile work environment because of Matthew Barry's character. That's what it is. So she's interviewing in another place, and the lady who's interviewing is like, "So you know what? I've never really uh, never really known this, but what does IT stand for?" And that's just the thing for the entire for the rest of the episode is that she can't figure out what IT stands for. <laughs> oh, that's that's so sad. It's just little ridiculous things like that. Yeah, it's. <laughs> That's a bummer. The last TV show that I watched this weekend, we actually started it last night, is called Designated Survivor. Have either one of you checked out this? I watched the first season when it was on television. Yes. Now it's on Netflix. I haven't watched anything since. Does it maintain its quality past the I've, second episode? I found it highly, I don't see addictive because that makes me feel like, oh, i got to tune in every week. But I binged it and it was it was good. I really enjoyed it. Like, Kiefer Sutherland is an extremely underrated actor. Well, that guy's got a voice now. Like a... Like an impressive voice. Yes. That's what I, that's what I meant by it. I don't remember him okay. being... Having, like, a, a vocal presence. In so, yeah, because ever, everything else is just... Yeah, 24 is more the strong he was at, He was in a Western. I forget what it was called. It was... Him and his dad were in it, and they were just fighting the whole time. And I was like, this is the fucking worst movie I've ever seen. Now I gotta find out what it's called. But anyways, he was very gruff in that one as well. Yes, well, I like very him just. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna have to kill this person because I've been through some shit. I like him in Designated Survivor. I enjoy the show so far. I thought I would hate Cal Penn's character, and I don't. Uh, Cal Penn is another guy who's actually got some acting range. He's not just a goofy douche. Well, yeah, but just watching the like, just watching the trailer that they had on Netflix with it. I was like, man, he just seems like he's a uselessly contradictory character, but then he's not past the first episode. And so, I mean, I enjoyed it so far. Two episodes in. 
Yeah, no, I've heard um, good things. It's just I'm so it's out like of politics a, shows right now. <laughs> it's like a, but it's not a hundred percent a politics show. It's not a classic politics show. Yeah, that's fair. It feels like see the thing that I think they're doing really well, um, with the with designated survivor. Here's the guy who's three seasons behind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing that they did really well with designated survivor is that it feels like it's on the verge of being an action series. Yeah, it's, it starts off it's, that way. It's not. It, it definitely slows down down the road. It's like I, it's. I, it's not an action series, but it not. feels like at any moment it's going to be like, bam! Now we got to go investigate stuff, and it's like, no, nah, I know that's not it because it's a <laughs> political drama. But they they feels... keep the police the policing aspect of it up for most of the series, though. Yeah, from what I understand. That's uh, I hope so because that like it's it's not it's not action packed at all but it feels like it might be. It's like a Kiefer Sutherland version of... Oh, Matt, what's it called? Madam Secretary? I don't know. The, the TV, oh, Last time I tried to watch a political show was, was House of Cards. Yeah. And I stopped because it was the same thing. Over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, that's where I got lost on like the second season somewhere. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much it for me, too. It was Madam Secretary. That's what it was called. But this one doesn't have Kevin Spacey in it, so I can feel good about watching it. <laughs> Speaking of Kevin Spacey and things that I can't feel good about watching, I watched Baby Driver this weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I liked it. Yeah, no, it's not a bad movie, minus the Kevin Spacey of the thing. But you just uh, ignore it. He's he's not really in that much of it, really. And like, he's not even that. Okay, kind of looking outside of the fact he's a douchebag, like he could was his be, acting okay? No, his act. See, that's the thing: is Kevin Spacey's acting is phenomenal. Because he is. <laughs> that's why be I good hate people it. make good movies. He is, yeah, because he's such a great fucking actor. He's that's just a piece prob- of shit. That's the problem. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. Y'all got K-Packs? Please, please stop making movies if you're going to be a terrible person. But why Kevin Spacey? (laughs) Why did you have to suck so bad? Why did you have to be this awful? Because you're a fantastic actor. But anyway, so he was good. But so was the kid. (laughs) And so was John Hamm. John Hamm's great in that one. It's John Hamm, okay. And, And I liked how the music played a really central... Like, the movie was obviously about sound yeah because that's a huge emphasis they make but they were very subtle about it and i liked the way that they approached it yeah a lot of their a lot of their timing was based around the music every once in a while they'd slip some tinnitus in there just to make you feel like you were losing your mind yeah (laughs) yeah no it's really great i actually listened to uh interview with the director of it and like about how he like it's exactly what you said like completely like planned that all out and just how he imagined it in his mind I had to look up who the director it's Garrett was. Garrett Edwards, right? Baby Driver director. I had to look it up when we started watching it, so I was like, "Man, this is fantastic." Yeah, it's Edgar Wright. Edgar and Wright. Up, That's it. I yeah. looked up the other stuff he did, and I was like, "I like that movie. Hot I like fuzz. that movie. I like right? that movie." <laughs> right, it's <laughs> Hot like, Fuzz. Yeah. And that hot stuff, Fuzz. Right? Yeah. Shaun of the Dead. So I was like, "Yep, this makes sense. This is why I. This is why I like this." And yeah, that's why I like you, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, that's so good. Um, I'm Matthew Patel. Yeah, no, he's great. Like, the World's I, End. I just always get his name um, mixed up with the other guy. <laughs> yeah, he he directed a bunch of movies that I like, so I was like, well, I'll probably really enjoy this, and then I did. 
the car scenes were really good. I mean, it was no, what was that other movie that we really liked that was came out a while ago? The one where they basically, Wheelman. Oh, yes, yes. Wheelman. Where right, the entire yeah. thing was filmed within a within the car. With Frank Grillo, yeah. 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 The Netflix yeah. one, yeah. So it, was, it wasn't quite that, but their car scenes were still pretty good. Yeah, no, they did really well. They were, like, really, like, uh, well choreographed and, like, they're fun. It was a fun movie. For, like that's the way I would describe it. Like it's just fun time. Yeah, I watched that a couple months ago when it got added to Crave. Yeah, I just saw that it was on Netflix. So I was like, well, I didn't see this yet, and so I watched it, and I liked it, and I'll probably watch it again in the next decade. <laughs> Don't want to watch it too soon. Um, Good call. Good the call. last thing that I watched, which I can't believe I did not know came out in 2017 was the house that will ferrell and amy poehler movie have either of you seen it no it doesn't do it for me it did so you've seen it andrew no like i saw like a bit and it just it doesn't do it for me oh, man it will so ferrell much, is just not so much yeah he hasn't been my guy for a while he's his character is awful but everyone else if he's not if he's not president movie. business or a cop teamed up with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that, just, was, that was the last time I remember like really enjoying something he did. Yeah, those it's just he's not for me. Like I I liked him when he played the devil in a SNL comedy sketch with oh fuck, who was it? The comedy guy that's always getting ripped apart or not the comedy, the country guy who's always getting ripped apart by Tom Segura Garth and Brooks. Christina P. Garth Brooks, yes. That is the only top three things that come to mind that I enjoyed <laughs> about Will Ferrell. There's a guy named Fred, and he's got a pair of slacks. Ooh, Fred's got slacks. Bow! That's it. Well, everybody and their brother is in this movie. Um, Jason Manzoukas is in this movie. Amy Poehler. All of, all of a sudden, movie. I don't like him Kyle anymore. Kyle Kinane's in this movie. How dare you? Don't you dare drag these beautiful people's names through the mud. Nick Kroll's in this movie. The lady who plays the sheriff's deputy on the first season of Fargo and marries Colin Hanks and arrests... Um, what's his face? Oh my gosh. Doesn't matter. I can't remember. Martin Freeman. She's in this movie. Um, everybody's in this movie. Everybody. This it was pretty entertaining. Uh, Jeremy Renner's in this movie. Forgot about him. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it wasn't. It was all you excellent. can say about the it. Cast you, was really this good. was outside of the cast. This was not a good sell. It was Jason Manzukis was really good in it. Like, I he forgot was, what we he were was talking about while cast, you were listing the cast. <laughs> he was cast perfectly. Is he crazy again? He's insane, and it's awesome. If I ever see him in a role outside of the John Wick movies where he's not like just crazy all the time, I'm not. I don't I'm even think I'm gonna like him. him. Yeah. Well, he play like in John Wick two and John Wick three. He plays a crazy guy, but he's also like not crazy. He's trying to act like a he's, crazy yeah, homeless guy. He's pretending to be a crazy guy, and so yeah. But even just so he can keep his eyes on. But then he's still doing what he does. Yeah. <laughs> even when he's yeah. I, I can almost guarantee that the Jay character on Big Mouth is based around him as a teenager when he used to fuck his pillows. 
<laughs> like that seems like a very Jason Mansukas thing to do. He's forty. Like he, like he was like thirty six, living at home, and his mom walked in on him. He's like, "Mom, get out of here, fucking Daphne." And Daphne's just a pillow that's been like sewn at the top with like a plastic bag inside with some lotion and just says Daphne on it. A little in too in depth makes it seem like I've done that shit. It's a terrifying yep. thought. That was very descriptive. That's I all I not. watched this week. <laughs> so why don't you regale us with tales? Okay. Of your obviously superior list. It is pretty superior. But I've got some bad news, Craig. Did you know there's a TV show called The Commish? Um, I refuse to believe it if it doesn't have... Um, Our cast in it? Yeah. Pretty much well, everybody. it's about a police commissioner. Well, I don't care then. It's not about... <laughs> it's not about the NFL commissioner. <laughs> yeah, that would have... That would have been way better. But nope. It's got Michael Chiklis in it. I started to watch like four minutes. And I was like, you know what? This is a show I'm going to have to binge watch. This is going to be a slow burn. So I stopped. But then I started watching The Night Manager. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to check that out. Prime with Tom Hiddleston. The first episode, I felt like I was watching a movie. It was so well done. Mm-hmm. The second episode, I'm not all the way through it yet. But it, like, it's a real slow show, but in a good way. Where you're like, oh, it's building towards something. This is great. Not just like fuck am i watching yeah but that that i'm really enjoying it started watching it just for something to do while kendall was marking at starbucks yesterday so i was like okay is it the starbucks in peterborough yes the one where the employees do drugs <laughs> where allegedly. we are right now where we are right now where allegedly right now. exactly no but i highly recommend the night manager if you guys want to sit down and just like watch something that's going to like keep you focused because it's got uh, Hugh Laurie in it as well. Yeah, that's the that's what actually had my like sparked my curiosity was the fact yeah, that Hugh Laurie got, was in it. It's got Hugh Laurie. It's got that chick who played the queen in that really terrible movie that came out last year. Olivia Colman. Sure, that sounds familiar. Mary Queen of Scots. Is that the movie? <laughs> nope. This is the one. <laughs> no, the favorite. With the favorite. That's, that's what it was. One. Yeah, I don't know why. Ugh. It was Mary Queen of Scots who was in the favorite. Yeah, no, or something like that. No, never mind. Um, no, I don't have no idea. Uh, what the favorite. About. Yeah, fucking awful movie. But her character is pretty gangsta in the Night Manager. So highly recommended watch. Is that one on uh, Amazon? That's on Amazon. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Definitely watch it. I stand by it. So this is actually a week where I watched a lot of like one episodes of a couple things and just like didn't make it farther than that so i watched one episode of the night manager in a little bit but that's because i didn't have time to continue yeah i watched the first episode of season 14 of gray's anatomy because i was like well i'll give it a shot (laughs) i was into it when i stopped maybe i'll maybe i'll like it again and trying to dive into that show when you're not like just committed to just getting it done and over with yeah you can't tip your you can't It's the equivalent of, like, what would really happen if Scrooge McDuck jumped off of a diving board into gold coins. You just (laughs) crash. Because that show is fucking terrible. Yeah, that's what happened to me after, Someone needs to sit down and explain to me why it's so compelling for people who just 
cry and think it's the best show. What's believable about it? Oh, that that doesn't play into it at all. Like these are people. This is one of those shows where it's like hyper dramatized for people who have everybody's so little going on in their everybody. lives. <laughs> everybody's fucking everybody. Yeah, well, it's like I said, so it's like, like people who want, love that stuff though, or people who don't have that stuff in their life. So it's like you know, married moms who you know, wish that their life was a little bit more sexy, like Meredith Grey or whoever. You know that bitch I mean? got three kids. You know how many uh, how many times you see your kids in the last couple seasons? You fucking don't. Do you, do they you, pop up here and there, and that is it. Do you not understand how that's exactly what their demo sees themselves as, though? Like, their, their demo has three kids and just wants to be fucking all these doctors. That's true. That's true. They, they want to be Instagram parents where they just have kids to brag about having kids, but not actually parent them. Yes. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy is shit. Yeah, it's garbage. So, <laughs> but we both watched I... 10 plus seasons of it. 13? I binged. I crushed 13 seasons. Yeah, no, I've, I and think all I, I got to say 12. is, thank God I met Kendall. <laughs> and I stopped watching it. <laughs> Kendall, my love, you saved me from just a season of garbage. So another show that I, I watched one episode of Tap the Fuck Out of was Mr. Iglesias. Oh man. The yeah. So I walked into to Sam's mom's house last night after getting a wonderful therapeutic massage and I heard about two and a half minutes, maybe, at most, of that show and already decided I didn't want to watch it. Didn't see any of it. Didn't have to be in the room. I heard like a joke and I was like, Nope, I'm that's all I needed of that. So yeah. tell me. Did I make the right decision? You did. It <sighs> Did you ever watch the George Lopez show? Yeah, I like the um, first see any of it. Spurts. Okay, you know how that show was good? Yes. Yeah. This is yeah, this one's not. That. <laughs> this one is just... It features like five, Gabriel Iglesias in a sitcom. What more do you want? Five minutes in, you're like, they've done every single sitcom trope there's ever been. Yeah. Like five minutes into the first episode of the first yeah, season. Like yeah, like five minutes through it, they've already introduced him, one of his know-it-all students, one of his dumb students, and the rest of the students are just there. They've introduced the principal who's like, ooh, I can be cool. And everyone's like... So they ripped off Mr. D? Kind of. <laughs> and then after that, they bounce over to him meeting the other... Or introducing the other faculty. And there's a guy, like, going through an envelope of cash. Or something like that. I can't... It was either cash or him, like, touching food. Something. It was something you're not supposed to do. And then he's just like, oh, What? I just caught you doing this? Like, just real corny. And it just makes me wonder, like, why wasn't there someone else in the writer's room? <laughs> like, this is a Netflix like, original, ne Nef right? Yeah, like yeah, Netflix has. Let's Netflix be real; they have checks. some pretty, like, they have some pretty decent shows out there. Yeah, but they never check. <laughs> but this is just Joe Rogan famously it, has said a couple times that like he sends their stuff and they give no feedback. They don't give him any notes. He just goes and films <laughs> a thing, and it's done. <laughs> and it's like, okay, no, I can believe, I can believe that he had an idea, what he thought was a great idea for a sitcom, and then teamed up with a up-and-coming writer, nice way to say amateur writer, um, yeah. and they, they came up with a cliche run-of-the-mill sitcom, which is why I don't watch sitcoms like at all anymore, because they all feel that way to me. <laughs> Rewatching Friends, I felt that way. Like, everything just seemed so lazy. Every episode was, well, like... It had different plot lines, but also in just their the defense, same shit. They, they, and the same with How I Met Your Mother, and the same with Seinfeld. 
Well, Seinfeld like, and Friends were doing it at the same time, and those two were revolutionary at the time because they were the first ones to have ensemble cast of, yeah. that wasn't like a family. It was a Friends, like literally, yeah. it was a group of friends as opposed friends, to a yeah. family that you were following just, around. Or like every episode has the same like their version of tropes. Yeah, and I feel like sitcoms just they peaked with George Lopez, <laughs> and then just. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, I love some How I Met Your Mother, but, like, there's some corny-ass shit in there that oh, just doesn't add up. Yeah, it's I, I, it was definitely funnier wanna, when we were teenagers. I, I want a sitcom that's also kind of realistic, yeah. where you're like, oh, man, you know, me and my girl got in a fight, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, like, see, that's not funny, though. <laughs> no, but it's funnier. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want, like, shit blown out of proportion where it's just not gonna happen all the time. Like, I want something a little more... Grounded. realistic yeah yes yeah i can't help speaking of realistic i watched bad blood season two okay oh damn holy shit that show if it doesn't win all of the awards interesting it, like it's so good well now yeah. i to finish it you have to it is incredible canadian television they expand outside of just like quebec in Montreal specifically, and they head out, and now they've got some Ontario aspects involved. Ooh. I know, we're growing. Yeah. Canada's growing. I'm going to feel like I'm at home all of a sudden. Kim Coates is such an incredible actor for what he portrays. <laughs> like, he's not well-rounded, but, like, what he does, he does so well. I started the season in a couple situations where I'm like, you know what? If he doesn't yell and go, Why?! No! I was going to be real disappointed. And you know what they do? They give it to you. They make you wait, but they, they serve it up to you <laughs> on this beautiful silver platter of him just doing what he does best. And that's kind of groveling because he does it perfectly. But he is also scary as shit to look at. Yep. But also a real nice dude. Absolutely. Shook his hand once. Real nice guy. So I highly recommend watching Bad Blood Blood. Season 2. Scott, I recommend watching Bad Blood Season 1. That's a very excellent place (laughs) to start. That's where my oh shit came from when you mentioned the second season. I'm like, damn it. I remember we talked about this like two weeks ago. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to have a second season. I didn't well, need a second. I, I don't know how much is legit. How they tie it in? Like, oh, I've, first I'm season sure they're, second. They're like it it's got to be a hell of a stretch. But it also still like covers what's going on. Like in season two, they're talking about like the Italian uh, like coke trade, specifically out of like Hamilton and Guelph and shit, He's and how such they're trying narrator too. And how? Oh yeah, and how they're trying to expand in. They want to expand into Declan's territory. So Kim Coates in Montreal, because these two cousins of the family from over in uh, Italy come over and they're like, this is what the bliss wants. I don't know why you made it Russian. I can't do an Italian accent. So <laughs> we are going Mario. to talk like this. Uh, that was good enough for me. <laughs> but uh, it was your they come opinion. over and they're like, so what we're going to do is you're going to buy your Coke. You're going to like take this bit out. You're going to put two grains of fentanyl in it. And then you're going to cut it with other stuff. You're going to make more money. You're going to sell more. And then like the drug dealers here, they're like, no, <laughs> like people are going to like, our customers are going to die. Kids are going to try it and die. No. And I was like, 
Good for you, drug dealers. Good for you guys knowing what's going on <laughs> and not wanting morals. to. Yeah, and I like it. Like I, I do accept that. Like organized crime is never going anywhere until we get like Judge Dredd out there, and even then. It doesn't really get rid of organized crime in those movies. He just kills a bunch of fucking people. It just makes it a different type of organization. It just... Yeah. Crime always just shifts from one place to another. Yep. But I do like the ones who kind of have, like, the moral high ground, where they're like, No, we're not going to mix it with the fentanyl. <laughs> that was my best, like, godfather. I, I can't do an Italian accent. No, it's completely escaping you. Yeah, I can't. See, like I said, like, I wouldn't there, even know There's some I can do by saying like, a phrase and jump-starting it into it. Like, stereotypical. Top of the Martin yeah. Like, you know, you can do, like, certain phrases and then, like, fall into it. <laughs> well, but, if you want to go for a really bad stereotype, you could go with the Mario. That's how I would start it. <laughs> you know, it's a me, Mario. I'm not going to do it. It's a me, it. Mario. There you go. <laughs> I can't, uh, oh, there we go. I got it. <laughs> so we're going to cut it with the fentanyl. No, I, I can't no, do that. To, yeah. this, it was too cartoonish. Hey. But then the fam and the oh, family's like vowel sounds. Sound? <laughs> hey, family guy, <laughs> you're lucky I got <laughs> manicot in the oven or a bash your face into a bolognese. That's two kinds of food. That's how mad I am. <laughs> this this race has always been a ridiculous people. <laughs> Anyways, so. They wanted to cut the fentanyl in, and they're like, no. But then they're like, mm, we're going to fucking do it anyway. And then you got super greedy, like, next-generation Italian family who's like, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, some shit goes down. It's a fucking good season. Like, it's it's mostly surrounded around, like, Declan trying to be, like, a one-man army and, like, figure his shit out while, while tearing these guys down and also, like, protecting what's his. But, uh... Definitely check it out. And if you weren't intending on it, just fucking do it, Scott. Just do it. <laughs> it might... I, I don't know. There's so much to watch. It might get there eventually. So I'm not saying I won't. I'm just not saying I'm 100% going to. I highly recommend it, okay? <laughs> yeah, it is I know. <laughs> It is so much better than Sons of Anarchy. And that show sucked me in. I still gotta get to that, too. Okay. Bad Blood is just... And I think it's because it's Canadian. I just love yeah. some Canadian content. Yeah. You're if like, you're gonna show I me something... I place. Yeah. If you're gonna show me, I'd be like, this is Hamilton. I'd be like, oh, shit. It is... That's Hamilton. <laughs> that looks suspiciously like Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> the Detroit of Canada. But uh, anyway, so I also watch Beast Wars as I mentioned earlier. Yes. Had a little bit of uh, stoned inspiration to do a binge-watching a brunch and realized I was too baked to handle that, guys. Yeah. So, apologize for you not getting that content. I tried. <laughs> I set this shit up in the kitchen. It looked pretty good. And then I talked about how Optimus Primal is uh, an ancestor who's there to guard Optimus Prime for, like, five minutes. I think you should have kept... On that. loop. You should have done that. Like... Yeah, but then I would have ended up on Ellen. This is the kind of content people want. How is That's that a I bad thing? Him. Yeah, I don't I know. Take time off work to go see thing. Ellen. I even offered to edit it. Oh I'm pretty sure gosh. Ellen isn't. I'm pretty sure Ellen isn't going to write a check to cover my daily earnings. Who cares? She'll, she'll fly out because then I because then I got to tell her how much I earn, and then you got certain agencies who are going to be like, she mm, tell, why she'll does tell Ellen think you get paid this? You just do it. She'll send a camera crew. You just do a Skype interview, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not hard. Yeah, but that's lame. Right if I'm going to be on Ellen, I want to be on Ellen. 
I'm gonna shake her hand and be like, my cat loved you in Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. I'll, I'll go cut hair for a day. I'll take a How vacation dare you? day. You I'll don't know what hair. I do. Yeah, me and Ben Craig, I don't know, Craig, Craig, we'll both take the day off. Fuck to you cover guys, you I can't do your you job, you can't out. do my job. <laughs> I sure as shit can't do your job, Craig. You can go do my job, you just gotta sit at a computer for eight hours. See, oh, that's exactly trying. the same as mine. I would love to see you guys try and do my job. You know what? Fuck this. Ellen, I'm coming. Well, I think me and Craig could do your job not to the same it would not level well. of quality. Would, that's what I'm saying. Well. We oh, could like, cut hair. It wouldn't be well cut hair, but we could cut hair. Do you want your hair buzzed to the exact same length all the way around? Don't no. come see well, me because it probably won't be. <laughs> do you want no like little... like? What's those marks called? You know, bald spots. Yeah. yeah Don't come I to me. <laughs> I, I didn't change the attachment on the clippers, but somehow you have... Do you want a number four? Lengths. This says two. Good enough. <laughs> why why is this, why is this part like, so much longer? Just do like, it, ears? I'll just do a two twice. It's four. <laughs> <laughs> Math, motherfuckers. So I watch Beast Wars. I also watch <laughs> Couples Retreat. And, uh... That movie was pretty good. Sorry, what movie? I didn't catch that. Yeah, Couples Retreat. Oh my gosh. Vin, with Dude. Vince Vaughn, the chick who plays Charlotte on Sex and the City. Um, the guy who plays Happy in Iron Man. Oh, John Favreau? John Favreau, yeah. Who else is in it? It's also got Jason Bateman. It's got the chick from Good Place. I'm terrible with names right now. <laughs> Which chick from Good Place? The main one. <laughs> oh, Kristen Bell. Chris oh, Eleanor. Yeah, Bell. Kristen Bell. Who else is there? Who am I missing? Oh, I'm missing... Uh... <sighs> Was it the Silk Spectre or whatever her name is from uh, Watchmen? She also played the blonde who was married to the freaky looking dude who played the guy in Happy who in... Uh... <laughs> Harold and Kumar. Oh, yeah. So you know who I'm talking about. It's crazy that kind of I know the connection you just made. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the guy who, the guy who played Happy, yeah. the guy who played like the, the Colonel or whatever in the, the, Man of Steel. Yeah. The guy who was also in SVU. Yeah, what's his. Oh, I'm he plays his name. Freak Show. That's his name in Kumar. He plays Freak Show. Yeah. His wife is the one who's try who shows her cans. Actually, she shows her cans in like everything. <laughs> she also played the rock star journalist person who hooks up with uh, Stacy Jacks in uh, Rock of Ages. That was his name, right? Stacy Jacks. None of this is helping me. <laughs> I can't remember uh, Rock of Ages that well. I'm trying to look up uh, Christopher Maloney. That's his name. I thought so. Yes, that's, that's his name. Yeah, that's the guy who plays Freak Show. Yeah, I was just trying. Anyways, to her name. name is Malin Ackerman. Yeah, I was not going to remember that. <laughs> and Fouls on Love, and then uh, is this one? Yeah, Callie Hawk plays a super sassy black lady. It's pretty cool. Kristen Davis. That's what I was thinking of. The one who plays Charlotte. Anyways, they go on a couples retreat. It's a pretty decent movie. Pretty funny. Definitely saw it in high school. I want to say Adam Carey was there for some reason. <laughs> Sounds accurate. 
Yeah. Anyway, so the only other things I watched this week were a couple of comedy specials. I watched a Brian Callen show. Oh. You want to watch that? On uh, Amazon? On uh, Prime, yeah. It was fucking hilarious. I really like his style of comedy. Same, yeah. He kind of reminds me... I've got to try to think of a, a good combination here. Like, he's funny like Robin Williams, where he's like constantly kind of like moving around and like he has energy yeah a little bit physical yeah but then he's kind of like like points out like the truths and i'm trying to th- i i had a good like combination the other day when i was driving listening to him but i'm trying to remember who the other one is because he doesn't really tell stories all that much he just makes like legitimate real life comparisons like there's one bit where he's talking about uh how one of his friends who owns a construction company hired this illegal immigrant Mexican gentleman to work for him. He's an unbelievable worker. Like, he, he dug a pool in an afternoon on by himself, was the story. And he's like, I gotta, you know, let's give this guy a green card. Like, I'll marry him if I have to, type thing. Mm-hmm. But his, like, the main part of his joke was like, it was so weird, guys. Like, I got up to this guy, I talked to him, and like, up close, he looks so human and i was like that's a good joke about borders i like that yeah no he's great like that i he's, uh, I, I think he's hilarious what did you say Craig? i said political commentary yeah but like also like he's not in your face about it either he's very like the world is a fucked up place i don't know everything like he does a joke at the end where he comes across real douchey like, his, his big closer is how, like, he knows everything about nutrition. He's like, I school my doctor on stuff. Like, I know about insulin. I know that your body, and he just tears it apart. And he's on a flight. And this woman comes and sits beside him, who, you know, she's bigger than most. And she immediately starts flipping through tabloid magazines. So he passes her over like you're supposed to people like that. You're supposed to let them just live their life. <laughs> Which, at, the way he delivers it, I was like, that's a good joke, too. Because you're like, you know what, rather than being a dick, just let them be. Yeah. Because you're not going to change anything. Never. But uh, it goes through, and, like, he's, he kind of shit talks her. You know, they're, the flight's delayed, so they're giving out cookies. So she takes his cookies, <laughs> and then she drinks some cranberry juice. And he's like, in 20 minutes, your body's going to be so tired of producing insulin. You're going to take a nap. 20 minutes later, she passes out. My pancreas, sound asleep. <laughs> That's exactly how he does it. Yeah, no, I can but then there's an, Yeah, but then there's an emergency on the plane. And uh, she ends up being like an ER nurse. And she's over there and she saves the day. And like he's like, holy shit. And then she breaks it down that she's like, I recognize you. You're a movie star, aren't you? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a movie star. He's <laughs> like, I was trying to find you in these tabloid magazines. These movies, these magazines are fucking stupid. He's like, oh, well, what, what did you do for that girl back there? She's like, eh, she just needed some sugar. <laughs> And then, like, his really humbling final punchline of the whole show was, yeah, so I don't know shit about nutrition. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a ten-minute bit leading up to that. And I was like, oh, good for you, Brian Callen. You are the right man. You're able to admit your flaws on a stage, which most of them don't do. I feel like a lot of cocky comedians are just like, I'm the best. You're not. Yeah, he does a great job of, like, acting like he's... Like, he gives off the idea, like, he, like he's pretending to be, like, cocky sometimes. Like, yeah, like, he wants to be like Joe Rogan, but he's also like, I'm just another fucking dude. Yeah, but I'm not, exactly. He's like, but yeah. I'm just an average skinny white dude. And that's obviously I'm why still I trying to think of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of the other comedian who, like, I compare him with. Because, like, 
he's just he's he's a great comedian. I wish there was I wish he had more content. The style I would like say close like not not direct comparison, but would be like similar to George Carlin in that they talk about stuff as opposed to like stories about yeah. themselves. Like they're which talking is, about big. Which topics. is weird because I generally prefer the stories. Yeah, no, definitely. But I, but I think it's the fact that he's. He's almost got like a Tony Robbins kind of thing going for him, where he's like he's charismatic. Give it, yeah, where he's charismatic, but he's also like given like realistic points of view, yeah, as opposed to being like you know you're over here and you're over there, you know I'm trying to like bring you here. He's more like well fuck you suck you suck I suck, yeah. Let's just have a suck fest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I've been, I want to check out that one. I've been meaning to it, but I just because I've been I highly recommend it. Even if you just download it and listen to it on your on your trek into to work. into the workplace. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Definitely will be doing that. He has I forget them off the top of my head, like but there's a couple bits where I actually like cried laughed while driving. <laughs> and they weren't even that funny jokes. They were just things that I was like, he's so fucking right. Yeah, and that's well that's why I that's why I really enjoy cuz I listen to his podcast every week. Uh and so like I get plenty of him listening it like a, but i really enjoy it too because i just enjoy his style it's a little sarcastic and like well informed as yeah he's just a guy living life like yeah. that's that's how it comes across to me he does he kind of jokes about his wife he's like i wish i had had children with a darker woman <laughs> like you know like i'm my people they're italian and irish you know they're they're good for serving but then my wife She's a she's a Viking, you know. She's got a long beamer bone. If we had to fight in the snow, she would kick my ass. <laughs> she's too pale. That's what I'm saying. I want my I wish my children were a little bit darker. So the other the other thing I watched was Adam Adam Devine, his his new. Uh, so I watched about five minutes of that, and I did not like any of it. So I really liked falling asleep to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. I actually didn't mind it. It wasn't the funniest. It was clearly his like real first shot at like a comedy special. He's and a lot uh, of his jokes. A lot of his jokes. Right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of his jokes felt recycled by someone else. Like someone told a joke they didn't like it and just gave it to him. But it wasn't the worst special I've ever watched. It definitely wasn't the best. Great to fall asleep to though, because it took me like four tries to actually like listen to the whole thing. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a great endorsement. I, but I also am not that surprised because he, you know, he got he wasn't a comedian before, right? Like he's always just been a no, no. He was just a actor. goofy. He was a YouTuber, yeah. is what it was. He was a goofy YouTuber. That's what workaholics was. Oh, is that how it's? I didn't know it started off as a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, damn. Or like that sort of thing, like an online yeah, like, like stupid web series video that yeah. got bought out by work or by Comedy Central. Shit, I didn't know that. That's cool, but. Andrew knows some stuff. But yeah, exactly. So he's not. Or like, I was told that whether or not it's true or not. Yeah, like I might be out here preaching the wrong shit, but I was fair. informed. But still, stand up is different from comedic acting or sketch acting. Like, yeah, you can't act. Well, you can act a sketch out on stage, but it's not the same. So, yeah, no, I, I'm not surprised. And like the way you're describing it makes me like reminds me of like a couple other actors that were in like that similar thing like or they just got big from a tv show and they tried to get into it and they could afford to pay writers to make them get like write them jokes and that's what they're delivering so i'm not saying that's what adam divine did but i'm saying that's what sounds similar to just from what you yeah, said like his his jokes weren't that good like they were they were funny enough 
but they were also like very vanilla. Like you could see that he didn't have like a full attachment to what he was saying. Yeah, that's like his fun. His funniest bits were about like kind of like self-deprecating, where he's like, "Yeah, well, people recognize me in places and be like, oh my god, is is it? ah fuck, it's not him,' <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. And like those were the funniest. Or he does a bit about I forget how it goes, but he does a bit about like gays. And how, like, he doesn't really care, but his dad is one of those, like, guys who thinks that all gay guys are trying to fuck him. <laughs> okay. But then, like, his, his punchline attached to it is, like, and you guys don't know anything about my dad, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was probably the, yeah. the best joke of the special. Yeah, I could see how he could deliver that. that yeah. Because it's, you know, it's a very middle-aged, conservative white guy train of thought. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't like this because what if they do it to me? Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it sounds like he maybe didn't come up with it himself, or maybe he. Oh, for sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised. To, like, help the, the whole thing screams like they're like, oh, this guy's recognizable. Yeah. He's done like three other things for Netflix. He signed his, his five thing contract, like John Malkovich did. Yeah. And, or Ali Wong and all these other people who are in everything Netflix puts out recently. <laughs> So he's probably he probably like well I have to do something I don't want to make, keep making movies so time to do a comedy special I guess and it's cheaper to do a comedy special you got to pay for a room yeah for sure you, you got to pay for cameras. like <laughs> yeah you got to pay for a couple cameras the crew to film it and your director that's it you're not paying and some cast. editing at the end and, and yeah not, not even that much <laughs> little yeah. snip at the front snip at the end <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah I think that's it. So that's all you watched this week? That's all I watched this week, boys. So that brings us to the end of another episode of Forgot to Grow Up. The 90th. The 90th Forgot to Grow Up. 90 weeks in. That's that's a weird On our 100th episode, does the, the Queen give us a certificate to commemorate us? Uh, definitely not, but uh, well, I mean, we can we can help. We can write to her. We are Canadian, so she'll at least take it. our mail. She, that's it. <laughs> I got a passport from her. Dear Queenie. <laughs> anyway. Guess we'll talk next week, guys. Yes. Thanks for listening. Check in next week for our conspiracy theories. Yes. Right. Conspiracy theories. TV conspiracy. TV and movie conspiracy theories. Because we're not getting into Flat. aliens. No, we're doing all the other stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm doing aliens. Oh, we're doing all conspiracy theories then? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Everything. Everything. This Do you guys hear that Sasquatch is actually... Ted Bundy. Whoa. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>